Welcome to another episode of the Breaking Through Experience. I'm your host, Matteo Grosso, and if you have not yet done so, click the follow button so you never miss another podcast episode. Also, if you want more personal development content in your feed, you can follow me right now on social media at Matteo Grosso Coach. What a joy to be back working on my podcast. The past few weeks have been incredibly intense because in addition to working with my one-to-one clients from tech companies uh, in Dublin, I've been busy with the organization of my first live event on self-mastery. This is a vision becoming a reality. Everything is finally ready and I could not be more excited. The event is confirmed for Sunday, May 22nd at the Dean, which is Sophie's event venue. If you're living in Ireland, you are probably familiar with the venue. We will have a three-hour seminar workshop, um, a videographer, a personal trainer for the energy intervals, and finger food and drinks to celebrate after the event. So if you're currently based in Ireland, of course you are invited. You find the link to register by May 13th on my LinkedIn and Instagram profiles. And please do not hesitate to forward it to your friends uh, in Dublin who may be interested. Okay, enough with the news. Let's now explore the topic of the day, which is incredibly important. I've chosen as a topic for the day, emotional intelligence, because now everyone is talking about emotional intelligence. So now today we will explore and we will um, shed some light on what exactly emotional intelligence is. Emotional intelligence is a set of emotional and social skills that influence the way we perceive and express ourselves, develop and maintain social relationships, cope with challenges and use emotional information in an effective and meaningful way. This is the definition we find in the dictionary. Now, let's see why this is important for leaders. The research supporting the importance of emotional intelligence dates back over 30 years. And while it was made popular in the 1990s, arguably it is even more important today that we are developing emotionally intelligent leaders uh, who have to retain and develop the talent that will lead innovation and business growth. I was recently interviewed um, for a research project on positive leadership, and they asked me a lot of questions about leadership. Uh, It was amazing. Um, Positive leadership is the new frontier of leadership that was born in COVID times. I will probably record a full episode on the topic, but for the purpose of of this uh, podcast episode, uh, we can say that positive leadership is modeling, facilitating and purposefully influencing positive emotions that encourage team members and employees to excel in their work. Okay, so positive leaders cultivate an empowering environment through communication, accountability, emotional intelligence, motivation and model worthy work ethic. So in a nutshell, positive leadership is the servant and the transformational leadership that we have seen for a lot of years, plus the important cons concept, the important component of emotional intelligence. So how is emotional intelligence linked to leadership? 15 years of research has shown that leaders tend to score higher in emotional intelligence than the general population. So if you score very high in emotional intelligence, this may be a good sign. It may be that your profile is well suited to lead. For decades, 
a lot of emphasis has been put on certain aspects of intelligence such as logical reasoning, math skills, spatial skills, understanding analogies, verbal skills, etc. For decades, scientists and other researchers have focused primarily on intelligence, usually measured through uh, IQ tests, in intellectual quotient uh, tests, as the most significant predictor of success. Researchers thought, you know, were, they were puzzled by the fact that IQ could predict uh, a significant degree um, academic performance, and to some degree, personal and professional success. Right. So the researchers were saying, if you are smart, we are able to predict that you will be successful in an academic environment in school. Right. You will get good grades. But not only that, if you're smart, you will also be able to uh, have a great life in terms of personal life and professional lives. Now, this is true for the most part, but this is also true that there are some people, and I know you may know um, some of these people in your lives. There are some people with very high IQ scores, fabulous high IQ scores, right? who are doing poorly in life. They don't have joy. They don't have fulfillment. So how comes, right? Because how is, is this possible? And the answer is that there are forms of intelligence that a traditional IQ test cannot measure. Right? So it's not that if, you're, if you have an extremely high IQ, you will, have an, you will have an incredible life. And if you have a low IQ, you will have a terrible life. It doesn't work that way because there are some people who have a very low IQ who are leading companies, Fortune 500 companies, because they have very high EQ, for instance. So there are a lot of different types of intelligence. I might even do an episode now that I'm thinking about this. Um, but yeah, there are some forms of intelligence that the intellectual quotient test cannot measure. Okay, that's uh, the, what is important for this episode. Even Charles Darwin recognized the importance of emotional intelligence and pointed to the ways in which emotional expression and interpretation can affect an individual's survival, right? If you're able to understand if a person is angry or not, that can lead to your survival. One of the major missing parts in the success uh, equation is emotional intelligence, a concept made popular by the groundbreaking book by Daniel Goleman. I'm sure you have heard of Daniel Goleman which is based, this book, uh, is based on uh, years of research by numerous scientists, such as Peter Salovey, John Mayer, Howard Gardner, Robert Steinberg, mm, Jack Block, just to name a few, okay? In the more recent years, psychologists have begun to understand that emotional intelligence is as important as other kinds of intelligence. Some have even argued that emotional intelligence is a better predictor of success than general intelligence. For various reasons, and thanks to a wide range of abilities, people with high emotional intelligence tend to be more successful in life than those with lower um, uh, IQ. Even if the classical you know, intellectual quotient is average. And so this is very interesting. Studies indicate that the people with high emotional quotient are better equipped at negotiating, winning favor, 
making friends, influencing others. So definitely a high um, EQ seems to be better than a high IQ. Of course, if you can have both, then you have the, one of the most powerful combinations that the world has ever seen. Like other forms of intelligence, your emotional quotient is not a static, static uh, trait, of course. By learning your weaknesses and building up on your strengths, you can work toward greater emotional intelligence. So what are the characteristics of emotional intelligence? There are five main characteristics of emotional intelligence, and I thought it may be useful to explore them together in this podcast, and I will let you know the characteristics of each one of them so that you can uh, work on the characteristics that you may be missing, and of course reinforce the characteristics that you already have. So these... Uh, Daniel Goleman, this uh, influential, very influential psychologist, developed a framework of five elements that define emotional intelligence. And these are self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skills. So let's look at how you can develop good skills in each area. Number one is self-awareness. In his 1995 book, Emotional Intelligence, Why It Can Matter More Than IQ, Goleman explained that people with high self-awareness are aware of their moods as they're having them. Okay, they know the feelings, they are aware of the feelings and emotions that they are experiencing. To increase self-awareness, learn about mindfulness. This is my best uh, tip for, for this section. This involves focusing on the present moment, including how you're feeling. My advice is to keep a journal in which you write about and analyze the emotional situations you experience from day to day. So, for instance, today I was sad. What caused the sadness? This. Okay. Today I was happy. Why? What did I do to be happy? And you analyze the pattern of emotion. You also need to understand your strengths and weaknesses to build self-awareness. So do a personal SWOT analysis and ask for feedback from your boss, your friends and trusted colleagues to find out how you can improve further. Number two is self-regulation. Self-regulation is a very important part of self-mastery actually and is about staying in control. To develop your skills in this area, you have to learn how to manage your emotions effectively and productively. So if you often get angry, anxious, stressed note down what situations trigger these feelings and think about why this makes you angry for instance so use techniques such as deep breathing to calm yourself down and give yourself time to pause before you respond to emails or requests so that you do not say something that you will definitely regret later remember there is always a space between what people tell you and your reaction so use the space well, right? Instead of reacting and saying, you motherfucker, <laughs> you're like just getting angry. You're like, you know, you breathe. You're like, okay, this is, you know, what this person has told me. You know, this is how I'm feeling, this emo the emotions I'm experiencing. This is how I'm going to respond to the situation, okay? So you will regulate yourself. There is a beautiful quote of Adam Grant, which is that the key skill of emotional intelligence is being slow to take offense and quick to take feedback. People are usually slow to take feedback and quick to take offense, don't they? 
people are rarely criticizing you. They're criticizing a snapshot of your words or actions. They will not see the full you. So you can still learn from their reactions to that image of you. That's what Adam Grant says. And I really think it's, it's fantastic. It's true. Accountability is another uh, important element of self-regulation. Take responsibility for your actions and behaviors. If you're right, stand up for what you believe in. If you're wrong, admit it, apologize and learn. Okay. Now, number three is motivation. Self-motivation is strongly affected by your emotions. If you are in a peak state, you feel great, you will be more inclined to take action. But if you're tired, you might not want to hit the gym. If you're sad, you may want to stay in bed rather than study. So when you are distracted by your emotions, you may find it hard to see tasks through. Boost your motivation levels by number one, developing uh, self-discipline. And number two, by looking for and celebrating the small wins. Simple jobs that when you have completed them, give you a sense of achievement. So the ability to motivate yourself is a very important uh, ability. You need to create positive momentum. That's, this is what uh, that's about. Also set some longer term goals. When you decide what you want to achieve, you will focus on what really matters to you. This can be highly motivating, especially when you connect personal goals with career related goals. If you're still struggling to get motivated in your current role, take some time to rediscover your purpose because it may be that you're not working in your line of work, in the line of work that makes you feel uh, happy and fulfilled. Okay, so motivation is a very important part. Number four is empathy. This is a big one. Empathy, compassion. Danny Goleman talks about empathy, so that's what we're going to analyze in this podcast episode, but of course there is more than it, than just empathy. Empathy is the ability to recognize other people's emotions and understand their perspectives. Goleman calls this aspect of uh, emotional intelligence the fundamental people skill. And this is incredibly important, guys. If I have to tell you, one of the most important skills for emotion, of emotional intelligent leaders is empathy okay that's that's no there is no doubt that empathy is the most important one to develop empathy start by simply thinking about other people's viewpoints imagine how they may be feeling and use active listening skills to understand them fully when they express their emotions to you so rather than trying to explain yourself try to understand them in a conversation try not to interrupt don't talk about your own feelings during the conversation look at their body language too because it can tell you a lot about their emotions and i will i can assure you guys if you watch and listen to others you will quickly become attuned to how they feel number five is social skills even if you are not a natural people person, it is possible to develop better social skills. It is, of course, more difficult for people who have an introverted personality rather than extroverted personality, but still, you can always develop better social skills. I would recommend you to work on communication skills. 
and then find out how you can develop trust and rapport with people. This is an essential part of building good working relationships. What do people care about? Right? The, your colleagues, for instance, your partners, etc., your family. Are you there for them? Are they there for you? This is how you build rapport, you know, similarities. This is how much we have in common and trust. I'm there for you. And when there is rapport and trust, you can also become more vulnerable, right? A very important leadership quality is vulnerability. Do not shy away, this is important, from negative situations either. Learn how to deal with conflict and other difficult situations effectively. Because conflict can be productive. Many people shy away from conflict, but that's not a good social skill. A good social skill is, hey, here is a conflict, you know, it's not me versus you, it's you and I versus the conflict. How can we work this out? If you are uncomfortable with social situations, uh, you can also work to build self-confidence. So start small and then look for opportunities to practice your skills with bigger groups. For example, you go from presenting to your best friends, to presenting in front of the team, to presenting in front of the department, to presenting in front of the company, for instance. Okay. So some key points that are coming out of this uh, conversation that we had today. Developing high emotional intelligence is incredibly important for a successful life. Career, relationships, parenting. When we have high levels of emotional intelligence, we are able to build strong relationships and manage difficult situations more effectively. Even if you have um, many of the elements, we could say one or more elements, right, of emotional intelligence, it is still important to look for opportunities to build it further. This will increase your leadership potential and improve the quality of your relationships. So that's what I've got for today's episode, guys. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who could benefit. And if you could share it in your Instagram stories and tag me Matocrosso Coach, it would be amazing. The only way we grow and impact more people is if you guys share it. So I greatly, greatly appreciate all of you who will do it. For the ones of you who are in Dublin, I hope to see you at the live event on May 22nd. Make your life a masterpiece. See you next week. I appreciate you and I hope you have an amazing day.